Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, take two in the world of podcasting proudly present to you, the WWE Tag Team Superfans of the World, the Dream Craig Machine, the Badass Johnny P, Take Two Takedown. And if you're not down with Take Two Takedown, we got two words for you. Suck it! Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 38, Take Two Takedown. Your hosts, Craig and John here, once again, bringing you all of the wrestling news from all over the world, mainly on WWE because we're too cheap to buy any other sort of thing. We can we watch NXT every once in a while. We watch NXT. I watch New Japan. That's true. I watch I watch, Ring of Honor. And... I sometimes watch Lucha Underground, but I don't really have cable, so... Yeah, I watch Lucha Underground, too, so... I'm probably more international than you are. Oh, 100%. But I'm I'm like, you know, the Midwest. You're at least West and East Coast. I, I'm very cultured. You are. You're so cultured. I've always thought that about you. Yes. Mm-hmm. If I think one thing about John, cultured. 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 <laughs> like yogurt? Yes. Milk? Mm, yep. Cheese? Yep. And yep. highly pasteurized. Just, just full of fat. Just Fatty fat goodness. Oh, well, welcome, folks. We're so glad you could join us. We, again, are Take-Two Takedown. We get new listeners every week, so we are glad you are here. We get new followers every week, too. I don't know why people keep following us on the Facebooks and the Twitters. It's because I'm highly cultured and pasteurized. Highly cultured and pasteurized, John. So if you don't follow us on Twitter, please do, at Take-Two Takedown. We want you to follow us. We're very funny. You could have seen the hilariousness on Monday of hilariousness. Hilariousness isn't that a word? No. no. Oh, you really thought it was? No. No. Hilariousness. Hilari- that, drink. Something. I like boobies. <laughs> where, where are you going with this, what? champ? We were funny on Monday because yeah. you were doing the main Big Papa Take Two show. Yeah. So I took the reins and talked all about Raw for 15 minutes until my power went out. Wait a minute. You're talking reigns. Uh, Are we uh, going to just roll right into Raw? Let's just roll right into Raw. And it was the reigns of Palooza. Oh, my It was raining goodness. down Roman. Because. It was all about Because the, the thing dog. is, as, as has been discussed, the fans are usually not a big fan of Roman Reigns. So WWE Creative says, he's not really over with the fans. The fans boom a lot. You know what we do? Let's make him wrestle twice. Yeah. Let's have him show up in like four different segments on one show. Put them on every show. Give them a few with everyone. Something's got to stick. Something. Let's do it. Oh, it's like the crap in the porta potty that Kevin Owens oh, got taped in. Oh my goodness! There was so what? But oh. you know what? <laughs> Reigns opens the show. Oh boy. Oh, what a surprise! Talking about whatever he has with Lashley going on. Who gives two flying fucks? Well, you knew what he had going on because of their soap opera esque. Yeah. What the recap. hell was that? <laughs> when did yeah. we start getting the voiceover of? Last week on Roman Reigns Day, <laughs> Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley had it out. Oh, no. And it's, <sighs> it's like Monster Truck meets Spanish novella. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like don't it like at all. You leave that shit to Lucha Underground. What I did like mm-hmm. is the fact that Ziggler 
and McIntyre come out and call him out like, hey, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. First of all, you call it your yard. And Ziggler goes, but it's my ring. Mm-hmm. And McIntyre comes out and goes, hey, look, I don't give a shit who you are. I'm just going to beat some ass here. <laughs> yep, yep. You know, line you up, line Lashley up. I'm going to tear you all up. Let's hope, beyond hope, that McIntyre is going to be the new face of WWE because he's got the build, he's got the character, and I just I can't get enough of him right yeah, now. Yeah, I really hope that's the angle we're all moving towards as the company, but... I don't know. I don't know. They love Roman for some reason. So, but this leads us into a tag team match with him and Seth Rollins. Right. Against Ziggler and McIntyre. Right. And Mm. then it's him and Lashley against the Revival again. He's fighting twice. Who knows what's happening? He's the Iron Man. Oh, no. Don't give him that. Wait, no, wait. That's (laughs) the match between Ziggler and Rollins at Extreme Rules. Right. Which is now a. This is all convoluted and weird. 30 man. 30 minute. I'm 30 man. 30 minute. Iron Man match. It's two men, 30 minutes. <laughs> Got it. Most pinfalls and or submissions wins the belt. Oh, I don't know if this is going to be good. I, it has potential to be good. Rollins and Ziggler together are good. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I'm actually thinking this is going to be one of the better matches of Extreme Rules because Ziggler and Rollins together can work. Yes. Both apart can work. Mm-hmm. The nice thing about this is we know exactly how long it's going to go. Yes. This is going to be one-fifth of the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One-fifth of the show. Oh, my God. They're so long. <laughs> four hours, folks. Four hours. Seven o'clock Eastern time, four o'clock Central time. Oh. Why do I say Central time? Because that's the closest to me when I'm in New Mexico. Oh, that's right. You will be in New Mexico for it, the land of aliens. Negatory, good buddy. Mm-hmm. I'll be in Aruba that weekend. Oh, that's world traveler. That's it. As we said. International. Cultured. And beyond normal suspicion, suspicions. Suspicions? That's kind of like your hilaritiness. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, beyond normal belief, Aruba is not a Caribbean island. It belongs to the Dutch. Does it? That's it. I had no idea. Just want to let you know. Man. Learn something new every day, folks. Learn I'm... something new every day. And now you know. <laughs> do, 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 do. You're welcome. Yeah. All right. All right. So let's get into some fightings no, that actually wait. happened. This is. <laughs> okay. So you and I were talking about it before the show. I am so goddamn done and over with this whole woken shit. I understand that. Unfortunately, if you people don't know, Bray Wyatt was in a car crash. Yeah. Uh, and suffered multiple injuries. They just came out yesterday and said that he was actually cited, saying it was his fault. I think he broke his beard. I maybe, maybe. But I don't know if he's gonna be able to do that Sister Abigail thing anymore with all and, the flipping. And let me ask you, how's mm-hmm. JoJo doing? I don't know. Did she get yeah. hurt in the car accident? Probably, too? probably. Poor JoJo. Oh, JoJo! First oh. you spread the measles, and now oh, you're getting in accidents. JoJo. So he wasn't even there this week. No. Which means you're just going to get more woken, I'm assuming, until Extreme Rolls. Uh, I can't see. Like, both the Hardys right now are really showing their age. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why WWE is pushing an older team other than just getting the pop of the name. Yeah, but at a certain point, you're gonna you're even going to lose that pop. Like, well, It's like right now the B team is getting over so much because everybody just wants to see them, you know, parrot the, the, the leader of world. Yes. That's yes. that's the best part of the whole thing. The now, best is part just... is them doing the parody promos and their excitement when they win. Those are the two things that I love. Like genuine excitement when they win. I just 
I am not sold. Never was sold. It's not good TV. To yeah. Me. Mm-hmm. And it's like you have all these talented tag teams. Why are we going with this comedy sketch that just useless to me? I don't know. I don't know. And what else is useless? Titus Worldwide. Oh, well, it's good. They're useless because they were murdered on Monday night. AOP destroyed them. (laughs) Just straight up murdered them. So is this WWE just sinking Titus Worldwide even further down into the, we're we're happy to have worked with you, move along? They're getting into the Rhino Slater-like level. I think that's where Titus Worldwide is. I don't know, but I mean, AOP murders them. I don't think like i don't see aop getting a working storyline yet i just think they're having them come out and kill people yeah i mean they have nothing scheduled for extreme rules so they're not going to be there they already got their tag team you know from raw their one tag team match from raw booked so they're not doing anything else apparently who cares i don't know it's it's yeah this was not the best episode of Raw, folks. No. I was not a huge fan but of we it. We seem to be saying this a lot. Like, eh, it was okay. It was mm-hmm. decent. It was, it's like, is this the level we're going to be at where now we start accepting okay as a good show? Because I don't think we're really asking a lot as fans. No, no. Like, we want we want to be invested in a story. Yep. We want to see... And, and I, I'm going to put this out there right now that the wrestlers are actually doing, like, their moves... And the flow of the matches are really good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just the storylines and the character development is so poor right now mm-hmm. that you lose a lot of interest. Yeah. And like, bringing somebody in now, like if you had somebody just start watching wrestling, you're not going to pull them in with this. No. You're not going to get them hooked. You know, like. It, like we, because we say it and it segues into our next match where like. We love to watch a Roman Reigns in the ring. Yes. And we love to see these performers in ring. Mm -hmm. It's just whenever the match stops and we have to have that in between to build the tension and all that, it just falls apart. It does. It's so bad. So this is where we have Reigns and Rollins wrestling Ziggler and McIntyre. And I actually enjoyed this match. Oh, I would say by far this was the highlight of the show. I love the tension and the heat that Ziggler and Rollins have been able to develop, even with the shitty storylines they're giving us. Yep, yep. McIntyre is just coming in as the, I am the enforcer, I am the, the big guy here, I'm just going to beat the piss out of whomever, mm-hmm. and I'll bide my time until it's my time to shine and, and I get my shot at Ziggler. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it was a really good match. I really enjoyed it. And I was happy with the ending. Yeah, I, I even approve, I guess you could say, because, you know, my approval matters, yeah. of them making it look so much like Roman is was the hot tag, like that Rollins needed to get to him, because I think the way that they did it was even better than they did last week when they did the same sort of thing. Like, I, I, enjoy, I enjoy it when Roman comes in and, you know, does his thing and does his spear and does a Superman punch, and then he's out, and Rollins come in and does a whole bunch more, and... I, I liked all that, and I and the ending actually makes sense with the revival coming in to mess up Reigns because he's fired. Match with Ziggler and McIntyre, mm-hmm. we're only going to make it easier for us later on, and that goes on to prove that they were right. Yes. So yes. I don't know, you know, if your average less educated wrestling fans got all that, but mm-hmm. we, the cerebral assassins that we are, that we are exactly to borrow a line from Triple H, mm-hmm. uh, we picked that up. We sure did. Yes, we sure did. Um. Now we get into something I, I, here's the issue. Yes. I, I enjoy, and I think you do too, I enjoy Constable Corbin much better than 
the lone wolf Corbin. Baron Corbin with the symbiote hairstyle. Right. I enjoy Stephanie McMahon personally appointed constable I, Corbin. I think this, this character it, does better for him. We said it last week on our show that this is just corporate Kane rehashed. Yeah. But we're okay with it. I'm okay with that. we enjoyed the cor- uh, corporate Kane stick, and we're enjoying this with Corbin. Like, mm-hmm. we really think he's better. Now, he's horrible on the mic. Don't yes. get me wrong. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But... The the little verbal jabs between him and Finn Balor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. They were funny at first, but it's getting to be like if you keep referencing the TGI Friday jokes. Yeah. They're just gonna get stale. Exactly. And you're and already then, getting there. So let's. And then I think I think and I'm gonna go into my uh, McMahon imitation. Oh here. yes, please do. I Mc, love McMahon was. Mm-hmm. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. That big cast fella we just fired, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the little jokes. Those are funny to me. Ha ha. <laughs> All right? So let's give him to Corbin, and he can do that with Finn Balor. Ha yeah. ha. Yeah, that's that's exactly what Did happened. you feel that too? Yes. Because Corbin was reaching for every little height joke he could get. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a nice little play on words there. Yeah. Reaching for height. Look you, at you. you get that? Look at you. It's like your professional podcaster. Cerebral assassin. <laughs> yeah. When it comes to words, I execute. Oh, oh, damn. Oh. That's it, folks. Oh. Those were my old man glasses. Just <laughs> glasses drop. Because we don't want to hurt the mic. No. <laughs> I'd knock the mic over, but I don't know what would happen. I know. We'd lose and, the show. And it's Craig's. <laughs> exactly. So, anyway, they have some in-ring heat. Mm. And, uh, you know, Finn hits him a few times and Corbin runs away like the little bitch that he is. Right, right, yeah. But, um, you know... I really love Elias. Mm-hmm. I do. I love Elias. I think he's a great heel. He can work in the ring. I love when he plays music. I hated this backstage clip. Yeah. I With him singing to... Well, because well, no. Ru- Ruby Riot's hurt, right? Yeah, she's hurt. Mm-hmm. Now, what I like about it is he's just back there playing, and we're like, oh, we're going to get an Elias promo. We're going to get something from Elias. Right. And then... The other two from the Riot Squad show up, and they're mm-hmm. like, hey, are you playing tonight? And I love how Elias plays it off. For them, no. <laughs> By them, he means us, the populace, right, the, right. Mm-hmm. The, the wrestling fans. He's yeah. like, no, we don't deserve you. No, no. And and right now, I feel he's right. He's right. But, but he... he plays some Riot music <laughs> for uh, Liv and Sarah. And, mm. um, well, so they're rioting this week with Sarah pushing a bucket full of cleaning product. Yeah. And wow, wow, that really showed me that they are crazy they are rioters. They are crazy rioters just everywhere. But it's, it's like the LA riots all over again. I, it was, it was awful. God, was, that was awful. It was, it was that, and I, I don't know. It's what WWE does, which is they have something that is kind of entertaining, which was what three, four weeks ago they just they started this them actually rioting. But in see, the I don't get and it. And now it's you're just doing like it every, being, every week, everything. like it's, it's like them being mischievous. It wasn't even like rioting. Like, no. I would rather them like totally trash a locker room. Right. Rioting is Molotov cocktails into Vince's office. Yeah. That's I rioting. Mean, that would be a riot to me. <laughs> but what they're doing is just slightly annoying. No, they're just knocking shit over. Like, and then it's like you, you kind of get that feeling like they cut the guy's tie. They're like, ah, okay, now that the camera's off, here's 20 bucks for a new tie, buddy. Sorry <laughs> right. about that. Sorry. Here's but, a WWE official tie. So that brings us to the ring where uh, Morgan's going to wrestle Ember Moon. Right. And there was no way you were going to have Moon lose this anyway. No, but the, the problem I'm having is, and I'm going with all matches in general right now, it's getting sloppy. Have you noticed? Uh, yes. A lot yes. of miscues. The camera is showing a lot of, you know, people giving 
direction in the ring yep. and mm-hmm. just there's a lot going on where we're really seeing a lot of stuff that's like the polish is gone. Yeah, I, I, and and I I think you can put some of that on the wrestlers. You can put some of that, like you said, on on the camera work. Like we are not supposed to see them talking to each other, you know, in the ring as to this is what I'm about to do. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not supposed to see Mickey James telling Alexa Bliss what to do. Hey, come on up. <laughs> we're not supposed to see Natty telling Nia Jax what to do. Like, we're right. not supposed to see that. Like, that's camera issues that they're having. Like, put us on a 10-second delay. Yeah, if you have to. Exactly. You, you've got all this commercial time that you fill. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so many can, flispy commercials. You can put us on a delay so that you can edit that stuff out real quick. But there's no reason why I should see Ember Moon saying, no, live this way. Yes, exactly. You know? <laughs> Jump over here. Right. Mm. Just, it was awful. Yeah, yeah. But, and speaking of awful. Yes? This fucking feud between Lashley and Reigns. Like, okay, so (laughs) Lashley is like a teddy bear Mm -hmm. that's jacked. Right. And He's very mean, though. Him trying to be angry. Yes. Is just not working. No, no. He looks like, uh, like Bubba from Forrest Gump. When he tries to stick out his bottom jaw and be like, I'm an angry person now. Yeah, but I mean, it's like, and his sense of time and delivery when he's giving these promos, which are really rehearsed, by the way. Oh, yeah. It's awful. He's like, you know what, Roman? I'm upset. (laughs) Roman, you made me upset. It's like, yeah. Jesus Christ, can you just string it together and act? It's acting. Yep. We get that this is all filler story stuff, but act it out. Give us me. Give give us me. It's sports entertainment. Yeah, it's supposed to be entertaining. Give me a reason to want to be part of this. Yeah. Right now, all I, you know, like, just the fact that I have two jack guys in a ring wrestling each other is not enough anymore. Not, no, it's not It's not what it used to be. That's not enough. When, when you have a rivalry promo and the best out of the two that you're having is Roman Reigns, then something's wrong. Because yeah. Roman Reigns is not good at this. like Where it's him and Lashley as a tag team. But, oh, wait. Reigns refuses to tag in Lashley. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And subsequently gets beat down by the Revival. Right. Where Lashley is just like, F you, dude. I'm done. I'm done. And walks away. Yep. Mm-hmm. To where the Revival double teams him. And, I mean, Lashley and Roman win with a disqualification. Mm-hmm. But the Revival gets the upper hand. This is, what, the third time the Revival's beaten up right. on Roman? And now we got one more week left, so I'm assuming it's happening next week, too. Yeah, or this is where, you know, Lash is just like, F you, and starts beating up Roman, and the Revival just sit back and go, okay. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, now now that we've talked about the crap. Right. Let's talk about let's, the fun. <laughs> something that I am I am actually vested in, and it's not just because I am such a mark for Mojo Rawley. Right. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about this, like... Think of the story. This is actually a decent one that is building between, like, let's be completely honest and open about this one. Mm-hmm. You're welcome, Tony. I said, let's be honest. Um, no Way Jose and Mojo Raleigh are probably your high C. That's what I was going to say. We're not even talking B, maybe low B, but yeah. high C level, I think, is where yeah. we're hitting. But given them this little time here and there for the mm-hmm. last three weeks for them to build up some tension and for Mojo to turn character. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm really enjoying this. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I, I like, th- and I like this because stuff happens, but you're still not, you're not necessarily having someone lose. You're not necessarily having somebody win. 
you know, the sort of, well, I'm not, I'm not giving you a match. You don't deserve one. Like, I like the way that they're, they're moving this forward without something really, you're not making any of them look too weak at this point yet. So Mojo straight up murders the cheeseburger guy. Mm. It's not Todd this time. No. It's a completely different guy. Cheeseburger got burnt. But apparently Mojo hates burgers. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he literally picks the guy up, throws him over the steel steps. Yep. Then as the guy is stumbling back, he comes and shoulder tackles him into the uh, partition railing. Yep. And yep. The guy, I think the guy's dead. He's probably still there. He's dead. They and left him in the arena. Where No Way tries to come back and uh, defend Hamburger Guy, mm-hmm. we're going to call him the Hamburglar. I've... I mean, that should be set now. Or Has- Mayor- hashtag Hamburglar. Or Mayor McCheese. Which one do you want? I think I'm going to go with Hamburglar because Mojo would stop criminals. Yes, I would agree. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but then he laid, he murders uh, No Way oh, that, on the side of the ring. Yeah, he does, a, he does a few shoulder, you know, bumps into the ring. And then he straight, it looks like almost one arm picks him up. He literally throws him on the ring. Scoops him up and drops him shoulders first on the edge of the ring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I I am really enjoying this. And it's not just because I am a mojo mark. No, I would be. If you were doing this with No Way and Bobby Roode, I'd still be fine with it. Yeah. So I, I like it. And, and I like this playing of the idea of, you know, People work hard for this, and you're making a joke out of this No Way, which is what some people don't like about No Way Jose, is the is the joke the factor, you know, like, that that's what he is, and, that he's a gimmick, and I like that they're actually doing something with that. And they, they built that with, uh, a lot of times they'll build that heat with New Day. It's like, look, you guys got to take this serious, so we don't. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you guys are out here pancakes and positivity and all right, this. Right. We're here to wrestle. This is for reals. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just being kids. Yeah. So yeah. I, I kind of like that play on it. Like, you want those hard characters. You want those fun characters. And I like when they uh, intermix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I agree. I agree. Uh, kind of really liking this. Now, I know I am going to get grief from this. Yes, you will. But please continue. Uh, so that leads us into the Nia Jax-Mickey James match mm-hmm. where Alexa Bliss is on one side, Natty's on the other. Correct. This match was spotty at best. Like yes. there were a lot of miscues. Mm-hmm. We talked about the camera thing. Like there is one scene where you look at Mickey. She literally is on the mat, and she looks over at Alexa Bliss, summons her up with a hand, and goes, "Now, Alexa, now!" And we just see the whole thing. I'm yeah. like, uh, "Look, the wizard is behind the curtain. <laughs> Pull it away. There it is." Uh, we know this happens. I just don't want to see it. No. I mean, yeah. we have people, you know, you have people like Cena that are infamous for shouting out moves at the top of his lungs so you know what's coming. Like, but this, this, like we said, I think is more of a, on a WWE, you you know what's coming. You know what they're about to try and do. So you don't put the camera on that side. You I move it around so this kind of stuff doesn't happen. I don't get it. But, so... I, I'm going to say some positive things about this match. Oh, oh, please. Let's. All right. We like positivity. So Nia goes on to win the match. What I like about this match is Mickey James, once again, although there is a lot of miscues and a lot of, like, flubbed mark and, and, and uh, strikes and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, Mickey James is still probably the best bump sponge in the women's division. Yes, I would agree with that. So she really sold for me, and I, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, the best part of the whole thing is at the end when Natty and I are standing in the ring and 
Alexa Bliss is looking up to him with those pouty, scared eyes. Mm -hmm. One, she looked uber attractive. (laughs) But two, I I took it for what it was as a fan, and I looked at it. I was like, you know what? Alexa Bliss right now, in my opinion, is the KO of the women's division. She sells in the ring. Mm -hmm. She sells the story. And she does the little nuances that just really get her over. And still, right now, there's a lot of argument out there about why is Alexa Bliss the five-time champion? She's just this little five-foot-nothing thing, but she's the entire package. Yeah. You know, we didn't discuss this before, but I I think I have to agree with you. It's right. It's not just the in-ring. It's not just the obvious mic promos. It's that other stuff, that little other thing, those facial expressions, you know, that body language when it's not mainly a sto- mainly about them that that ma- that sells it. You know, K- KO last week partnering with Braun not on the mic in the ring. Those facial expressions, those it, can I trust him? Can I not trust him? I don't know. What what do you want me to do, Braun? You want you want me to run it? Okay, I'll do what you say. Like that little things, that's what sells it. Yeah, it's it's the difference between just being there and the difference of performing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I want some performance for my character. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, that leads us into probably the best worker in the WWE right now, the which port-a-potty. is <laughs> Porta Potty KO. <laughs> I love Kevin Owens. Right now, he is the total package. He's great in the ring. Mm-hmm. He's great with the promos. He is totally vested in his character, and he has probably one of the best developed characters in the WWE. Yep. I don't think there's anything he can do wrong to the point where you can tape him in a porta potty, mm-hmm. and he still sells it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't get the whole thing with Braun just likes to pick on Kevin Owens, mm-hmm. and we're gonna have heat between the two of them until they figure out what they're doing with Braun Strowman. Oh well, the answer to that is obvious. We're doing bulliness, just not with two females anymore. Now we're doing just bronze bully to Kevin Owens. Well, <laughs> that's we've just moved the bully story on. So, but nobody minds with two guys are bullies with each other. That doesn't matter. No, <laughs> it's fine. Do you think Nissan has a deal with WWE? This is the second week in a row where a Nissan vehicle has been featured. They have to. This one they, stayed on all four. Right, wheels, exactly. But. This one wasn't donated by Nissan to be flipped no. over. But and and I'm it, surprised they weren't like, oh. Wow, this Nissan crossover Trek did so well in flip over. I could probably still drive it now. That's what I assumed was going to happen this week. Like, he would just be driving a car that would just be indented on the front. Windshield cracked. He'd be head out the window like Ace Ventura. That was what I was hoping for. No, we didn't get that. But, Uncle Vince, if you're listening upstairs, there's an idea for you. There's a joke for you right there. We know how you love to steal stuff from other things. So, they have a match. It's the main event. KO gets the crap beat out of him by Braun Strowman to the point where he runs away. Yep. And uh, he hides in a porta potty. Yes. So we didn't see this coming. No, no. Now, my favorite line is when Corey Graves, I think it was, was like, "Look at Braun Strowman. He's a leader of the WWE Iditarod." Because <laughs> he's, he's pulling the the shitter behind him like it's a sled. Oh. Uh. And then, just to add insult to injury, Braun Strowman didn't just bring in a shitter and knock it off the stage with KO in it. No, he kicked over lights on the way there. Stupid then, lights all up in his way. And then with KO coming out just covered in blue, 
Yeah, like, well, they had to call the medical staff so that they could take him to the local medical facility. Right. Who knows what sort of infections he may have now? That's like a lot of bacteria. That's a lot of bacteria. But I know this is really a really dumb joke, but as Ko is laying there in a pool of blue and he's mm-hmm. covered in all this blue dye, I'm just thinking, oh look, we got a hefty Smurf. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're. Welcome. Oh. Uh, so, speaking of blue. I knew you were going to go for that segue. Yes. You beat me to it. <laughs> Smackdown. You want to talk Smackdown. So, we start Smackdown with Team Hell No. Hell which, No. Which they give a nice little recap of, you know, what happened last week compared to what it was like five years ago. And what happened last week and what it was like five years ago. And what happened last week and what it was like five years ago. And, oh, they're back together. They're hugging now. They're friends. Yeah. So, yeah, whatever. They come out, they fight with each other with this yes-no screaming match back and forth. And the Usos come out. And the Usos come out. And call them on the mat to it. Yeah. Like, look, you guys are big five years ago. You came out, you hugged in the ring, and now you get a title match? Look, we hugged each other four times. (laughs) We We should get four. (laughs) I... I love it. I don't blame them. No. Like, that's genuine heat right there to me. To me, that is the storylines you need to do. You need to do those ones where when something kind of ridiculous happens, you need, a, you need a team to come out and be like, this, is, this does not make sense. We've been here fighting, waiting for a tag team match against the belt, and you're giving it to them because they hugged. Like, that doesn't make sense. Speaking of kind of ridiculous. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with everything you just said. Right. Right. But the only thing going through my mind is, how hot did Paige look? Pa- uh, I don't understand Paige. Paige is an enigma to me. Like, I, sometimes she looks like they may have pulled her off of the street right before she yeah. comes in. I wonder if it's when she's clean and when she's not. May- <sighs> we could be. We could be. I don't know, but We don't know her week, personal life anymore. This week, Paige looked her, phenomenal. Her hair was brushed. Because <laughs> there are times that it, I... Pretty much can tell whatever she was wearing yesterday yeah. is what she wears out the ramp. Yeah. Um, but she looked phenomenal. And um, she comes out and says, we're going to have a Team Hell No Usos match. And if the Usos win, we'll put them in Extreme Rules. Yeah, we'll make it a way. triple threat. Let's go for it. Fatal three-way. Fatal three-way? Triple threat. You got it fatal, right. I was Fatal three-way. I don't know what's <laughs> going on. But so that's, that's our main event for the night. Right. We got it set. Now, I have a question for you. Yes, please. When will WWE do something different and have a match that at the very beginning you have two people talking and that is not the main event two to three and a half hours later? Uh, I don't think we'll ever see that. Because that happens every Monday and Tuesday, every week, and it has for months. Years. Do you know how much better it would have been if she said, you're right, we're going to do this. It's not even the main event. We're doing it right now. Let's fight. Go. Do it. Go fight. (laughs) Yeah, I'm done with you guys. Just duke it out. Just, yeah, exactly. I feel that would have been much better. I, I agree with you, but, you know, it it is what it is. I guess. You know, speaking guess. is what it is. Oh, Jeff Hardy. Well, he was Captain America, Jeff Hardy. But it was with more the British. blue and red. It was more British flag than America. That is exactly what my wife said. <laughs> my daughter was like, oh, look, he's dressed like America. He's painted like America. And my wife was like, ah, it's more like Union Jack. And then we had to explain to my daughter what Union Jack was. And I'm sure a four-year-old just totally, totally got, got it. Yeah. Totally got it. You're right, Mother. Thank you. <laughs> mother. Mother. Now, may we have some tea and Let me have some tea. 
But he has this open challenge because Nakamura is still recovering from his uh, dog, dog attack. Yeah. Uh, so he has an open challenge. The Miz answers. Which, to me, was... I'm like, oh my god, we might actually have a belt change. Exactly. No. No. We didn't. Oh. And much to your chagrin, which you pointed out last week, and it happened again this week, Jeff Hardy's still coming out with his eyes closed. Still coming out with his eyes closed. Still not knowing. All you gotta do is walk straight, Jeff. Just no, straight. What he's doing now is he looks to see where the fans are. He goes over to the fans, and then he's just putting his hands out, yeah. feeling the hands, going, "Okay, as long as I can touch them, I know I'm going the right way." And then he's this thing where when they introduce him, and he did this last week, and he did it again this week, where he's down in the, he's in his corner, sitting down, doing this weird robotic head jerk. Back and forth, but yeah. his eyes are closed, you know, so. Yeah, so it looks like he's looking at you, but he's not. <laughs> he's not, no. no. But he's got to be sitting down to do that, because I'm assuming he'll make himself dizzy if he's standing uh, up to do that. Yeah, but, you know, when you're inhaling all that paint. Yeah. Do you think he huffs his face paint? Oh, definitely. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if it's actual just spray paint, so he could just do it while he's, huff while he's doing it. So, but how do you like him getting more into the Brother Nero shtick and... Then going in, and there's actually some delete references mm-hmm. while he's doing his wrestling. Yeah, and... I mean, I I have gone on record that I love that all that shtick, all that broken woken stuff. I watched oh. uh, last week. I stayed up late and watched the Hardy 24 hour thing, which is amazing, mm-hmm. and I and I love. And the entire thing is great. Did you they write talk down all the about... list of all the drugs they took so you, you know can't... what to do? I mean the the parts that they have in there. You know, and I know it's been discussed on other shows before because it's been out a while. But some of those best parts where you have, you know, the Hardy Boys talking to each other about, oh, I need to get some, you know, I need to get some pills from you. I'll make sure I'll get you later. And then you have, you know, Matt Hardy's wife being like, hey, he's mic'd right now. Maybe we shouldn't talk about this. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> you get that. Oh. Yeah. You get a lot of videos of them. You get, you know, talk- there's a lot of stuff from TNA in there. You know, they talk about the interns hired mainly just to go find Matt or find Jeff Hardy because he just got eyes on Hardy. Got eyes on Hardy. <laughs> yeah, he's just gone. They're like he would just find closets to hide in just just because he could, and they sh- they show it and it's gr- it's it's great. And then you know they end on it's great. He's they're coming back. WrestleMania was awesome. Yeah, and then you know and then he got arrested for DUI like five months ago. <laughs> Well, well, but anyway, anyway, you watch that, it puts you even more on the Hardy train. That is annoying no. as I know this is to some people. No. I'm still there. No brother Nero all the way, no. but I'm just hoping just forget the leader of worlds. Just bring them together. And like we said, we my, do Hardy's against Wyatt's. My favorite part of that whole match mm. is when Miz, you know, Throws the kick and it's it's a stiff kick. Oh yeah, and it takes the paint the paint off, off his, his face. face. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean that paint is still sitting on Mrs. Boot. Oh, I think it's so in, good. I think it's in there forever. So speaking of silly colors, yeah, we get into a pancake eating contest. And my favorite part was they had red, white, and blue. Red, pancakes. white, and blue pancakes. And I thought we were really gonna get this pancake eating thing finally. And I was like. Okay, I get a little shtick, a little over comedy for the holiday show, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm good with it. Yeah, they do this all the time. They always have Fourth of July barbecue food fights. They always do this kind of stuff. Who comes out? Oh, well, I wasn't quite sure because all of a sudden flashes and weird camera work, and then I had a seizure, 
And then I woke up and Sanity's there. <laughs> and Sanity's just tearing them up. I love this, though. You have a three-person faction versus a three-person faction. Right. Finally. Like a true three-person versus three-person. Not Hardy's, you know, not Jeff Hardy and the Usos together. Like, right. This is a real three-on-three. I love it. And Sanity comes out and literally destroys them. Mm-hmm. And the best thing about New Day, they sell it. Yeah. Yeah. Completely sell Especially it. Especially Xavier. Xavier's so good at that. God, I love Xavier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, so I kind of like this little pop. Yeah. And I, I want to see it go further. Yeah. And like we said, just like we were referring to it on Raw, you, you know, you have the comedy and you have the seriousness and this is the serious saying, no, we're not, this is, this is real. We're making this real. You cannot make this a joke. I like that. Like... You know it is a complete joke, and I absolutely hate. I hate this even more than the woken shtick. Ooh, ooh, this is big. This is like. Please tell me, this sir. This is the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. Ellsworth. Yes. Everybody loves Ellsworth. No. But these promos that he is cutting, men are superior people. <laughs> uh, look at these muscles, and I'm just my brain is so big. Like, come on, we know you're gonna get your ass kicked by Oscar. The only reason you're there is to be a punching bag. Yep. Um. I'm hating on like you have this time to give Ellsworth to make not only a match but a promo, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna see me do the Benny Hill thing where they're chasing each other through the stadium. Yeah, so fast. Yeah, I just so fast. The fuck, man! Yeah. Give me something more. You got so much better talent back there. Get yes. rid of this shit. And how far down are you trying to kill Oscar? Yeah, well, not even Oscar, but you look at anybody else. You look at Lana. You look at. Uh, Naomi, you look at all of the other women who are not getting matches right now because you're having Ellsworth come out and fight Asuka instead. Like, that's that's ridiculous. We don't. But, but don't worry, they'll all be there next week for the Lumberjack match. Yeah, we don't We don't need it. Mm. Don't want it. No. Could care less about it. No. The the problem I think you're going to have, and, and I, whatever, I think this Lumberjack match might be interesting in the fact that he can't run away. But this isn't a lumberjack match in the sense normal where you bring out all of the male talent and you have 20 people surrounding the ring. Mm-hmm. You bring out all the SmackDown female talent and you have five, five, six, maybe, maybe eight. Well, Oscar's in the ring. Carmella will be on commentary. Right. So then there's what? The Iconics. The Iconics. Becky. Becky. Charlotte. Charlotte. Bailey and Banks can't be there because they're no. still in therapy. Right. Because mm-hmm. we, we haven't touched on that yet. No. 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 So. Haven't. Uh, Ember? Ember. Maybe they'll borrow some from Raw? Maybe Paige have... will come out? <laughs> I guess. I, I don't know. Mandy and, and, and uh, Sonya? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what else you Lana? can put. Maybe I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe the cast of Glow. Maybe maybe they'll maybe bring that's them out tomorrow. again. Who knows? Maybe just pull some random women from the audience. I don't know. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But I'm not into this. Don't want it. Don't care. Yeah. Um. I do like. I do like this uh, heat that they're building between AJ and Rusev. Yeah, I like this, and and I mean we're we're both like both of them. We like Styles. We like Rusev, and and I like this. Once again, we like storylines that actually have purpose, matches that have purpose. You have Styles against English. You know, they go some back and forth, and then it's just, screw it. Rusev just goes in and just starts beating up AJ Styles. And it's worth like, it. forget this match. It doesn't matter. Like, because I'm going to make this harder for you to beat me at Extreme Rules by beating you up now. It throws him in the accolade. Yeah. Perfect. I love it. That's it's, exactly what this should be. It's all it needed to be. <laughs> so, I like that. Now, 
I don't know if you know this, Craig. Mm-hmm. One of my most favoriteest people in the whole wide wrestling world. Yeah. I love her. Mm-hmm. We have a history now that she enjoyed one of my tweets. Just right. one. Just one. But I'm building a whole relationship on Right. It starts slow. It and starts it's, slow. it's not creepy that like I am pretty much a stalker and all that stuff now. How how are you a stalker? Let's Well, we've talked about it. Mm-hmm. So um on Amazon, I don't know if you noticed, mm-hmm. but for a measly forty five dollars, you mm-hmm. can buy a life size cutout of your favorite actor, actress, even wrestlers. Oh, really? So I invested my money and mm-hmm. one cardboard cutout of Becky Lynch because, God, I love her so much. Yeah. That's right, folks. Yeah. John. I, I own that. John, a 75-year-old man, has a life-size cutout of 34-year-old Becky Lynch. 34? She's probably even younger than that. Yeah, I think she's like 32, 31. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, she stands in my closet. I say good morning to her every morning. It's it's. <laughs> It's creepy, I know, but it's so creepy. You know what? Old man's got to have his thing. <laughs> All right. Anyway, anyway, love me some uh, Becky Lynch, and the idea of her and one Peyton Royce in the mm-hmm. ring together mm-hmm. is visual eye candy to me. Yeah, and I loved it. However, I have However. to say this: <laughs> I said this to you when I was watching it again. I was like, as much as I love these two, and this is great just to look at two attractive women. This match is horrible. Yeah, and and that surprised me in watching it because they're both, I think, pretty good. Becky, Becky, we know is good, and I think out of the two, I think Payne Royce is better than Billy Kay. Yeah. So I expected this to be better. But I think much like we said about Charlotte, is Charlotte really bad? And the people she wrestles, like when she wrestles Natty, does Natty bring her up? Yeah. I want to go the 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 side swerve on this and say Becky's pretty good but she wrestles to the talent that's in the ring with her Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. if Peyton Royce is having an off day Becky's gonna have an off day right because the whole timing is thrown off right where but you have a match like Charlotte and Becky which was good yeah because they were both lifting each other up like so I don't know what it is but this match in and of itself was not a good match at Mm -hmm. all like Mm -hmm. it was there were miscues. Uh, Becky's holding her arm up, and Peyton's like, oh, wait, let me break the hold so I can reset the hold where I'm supposed to put my arm across the one you have up right yeah, now. Yeah. And that didn't happen once. That happened like three times. Yeah, yeah. It was just awful. Right. And, and I, I think, and this, you know, I, I know that they've been going a while, but I think this may be an issue when you bring people up, like Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, when you bring them up, they don't have necessarily at this point the experience to do something a match like this on television without a little bit of practice first i don't think you need to go to the ronda rousey you need 30 days of practice to make sure your match looks good but let's <laughs> suspend the iconics <laughs> suspension get good mm-hmm. oh, i like that point yeah i really like that point yeah maybe we need to give them a quote-unquote suspension so that they can take a little time out and work on their in-ring work yeah like, mm-hmm. i mean they were great in NXT, and I think they can be great here. It's just you can see there's a little bit of disjointedness yeah. and a little bit of miscommunication. And it's it, but the problem is on the main shows, it's really showing because NXT is taped; they can cut it exactly, exactly. And and you, I mean, you know, you almost want to compare it to acting, where like improv, like they can they can do it. They're just not as good as some other people are right now on the main show. So you need. Practice. You you need to rehearse just a little bit, and then you everything would be better. Right. So, mm-hmm. but then we end the show 
with the match main event. Usos versus Team Hell No. You're gonna say the match? Yeah. It. I mean, it's good. I I thought the Usos looked good. I thought Team Hell No looked good. You know, you had uh, what was going to end up being the the double Ouse. Mm-hmm. You know, jumping from both sides onto Kane to win, but then Kane choke grabs them both and yeah. picks them both come up and on. yeah, like that's please come on now. First of all, I like my Kane mean. I want the big red machine. Yes. Um, I don't like the. Hey, hold on a second, Daniel Bryan. We as a team will discuss this. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hold on a second, Usos. I'm going to grab you and stop you from crushing your heads on my abdomen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just, you know, pick you up, throat slam. Right, right. Yeah. No, I I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I want Big Red Machine, Demon Kane just in there destroying stuff. Yes. Pyro um, everywhere. Hey, we all know you're bald. Get rid of the sweaty wig that you have on top of your mask. It's only going to smell Horrible. horrible. Do you think, do you think he puts beard oil on that wig? And if so, do you think it's the big Gene Snitsky beard oil? It should be, and he should. All right, I'm not giving anything but a shameless plug to big Gene Snitsky right mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. But for those of you who remember him as a wrestler, this guy has got uh, beard products. Mm-hmm. You and I being gloriously bearded men. Right, right. Um, I bought some of his beard oil, and you have asked me to bring it in for yes. you, and I have been negligent, but I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if I want to share it. Mm. It's really good stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have noticed just all the ladies flocking to you. They flock. They flock like the salmon of Capistrano. But if if you look up Big Gene, uh, I think it's Big Gene Beard Oil or Big Gene Snitsky Beard Oil, look it up. You can order it. I think a bottle of it is... 14, yeah, it's not bucks. that much. Yeah, and um, you can get stuff like the boar hair brush and all that stuff. So those of you that have beards, want beards, envy those with beards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, this is a really good product. Yeah, so, I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. I like it's, it. A lot. It's quite luxurious beard you have. So anyway, long and the short of it, luxurious beard. Daniel Bryan, I, I have beard envy of him. Mm-hmm. But they wind up winning the match. Right. So there's no. Uh, triple four way or whatever it is you were, we were trying to call the triple threat. <laughs> triple threat. I called it the uh, the fatal three way. <laughs> fatal three way. Um, but speaking of fatalities, mm-hmm. you know what we missed? Yes, we missed our tea bag segment. We where did. We answer mail from our fans. We did, and that was purposeful, my friend. Wait, you drove the bus on a different road? I did. What? I did all to come to the same done? entrance. What have you done? But we moved the triple T bag to this for a reason. Why? Wait and find out. I'm all agog with wonder. We have and our letter from Richie in Richie. Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait. First of all, how did we get a fan in Minnesota? I have no idea. And Richie, mm-hmm. I well, like I that. can't imagine what it's like summers in Minnesota, but I'm assuming it's still snowing. So he's probably trapped inside looking for stuff to do, and he found our podcast. Well, welcome aboard, Richie. Welcome aboard, Richie. What Minnesota. is your question, my friend? Richie says, hey, I see that Kane has come back, and he didn't look half bad on SmackDown, which I guess is a compliment. Not really sure what didn't look half Dude's bad. Dude's like half ancient. Right, exactly. Like he's older than I am. I know. And he says, I have a question for you. Kane is 51 years old. Undertaker is 54. They look like they are 30 years apart in how much they can actually move in the ring. Is this because Kane started in 1992 and Undertaker started in 1984? Does that eight years of wrestling that Undertaker have destroy his body so much more than it did with Kane? Well, 
First of all, I don't have the email in front of me. You mm. do. But, right. Uh, wow, Richie, you must have a lot of time. You must be snowed in. <laughs> yes. That's a lot of information. A lot of information in packed into a letter. Um, my take on this, and then I'll turn it over to you, Craig, is this. Uh, Undertaker has done a lot of things in his career which have taken a toll on him inside and outside of the ring. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Undertaker, the character... We will always love. Like, mm. as much as you love hating John Cena, John Cena will always be John Cena, five knuckle shuffle, you can't see me, John Cena. Exactly. And no matter how bad he gets, mm-hmm. we're still going to love him. Yes. Same with The Undertaker. Uh, I think you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say this. I said it on our last show, and I say it every time Kane comes back. I'm like, how can this dude who's older than me, look as good as he does. Yes. Now, he's moving slower. Right. He's not doing as much of the stuff that he used to do. No. He's over 50. Let's give him credit. <laughs> we still love to watch him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I still think, don't you have some mayoral shit to do? But, you know. Well, I, I looked into this. He won, I guess, the primary. Right. They haven't done the. They haven't done the actual election. So now he is on the ballot. So we know we won't have Kane forever because he's going to have to go back. But I can't. You can't deny the fact that him coming back after winning that primary election isn't just to get maybe a little bit of push for those people in his county, because there's got to be some that are voting for him solely because he is Kane. I have no problem with that. <laughs> and I have no problem with that. It gets him on the news as, hey, current professional wrestler <laughs> still running for mayor. Right, exactly. I'm fine if with If Mojo it. came and ran for governor of Maryland, I'm voting the shit out of him. I'm I don't care what he's running Do for. Do we start that? Do we start hashtag governor, mojo governor? Do you think he would be focused enough? I don't know. He's real focused on in-ring WWE stuff, but maybe we can get him like a Senate seat or something. Something where you don't really work that much. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like where this is going, but... Well, sorry. End all be all <laughs> is... I think you and I agree that we're fine with Kane coming in. We agree there is a big difference in how they look yeah. and their abilities at the age that they came in. But, you know, all in all, I'm not disappointed. Like, I still love these characters, and yeah. I do want to see them. Like, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing Undertaker, even if it's the convoluted, weird Undertaker we got from the Raw 25 show mm-hmm. and at, you know, WrestleMania. Right. I'm still looking forward to seeing him. It's it's kind of like when I want to see Stone Cold. Like, I know Stone Cold will never get in the ring. Right. I know uh, two of my favorites, Edge and Christian, will never be in the ring to perform again. But mm-hmm. I would love that pop of just seeing them come just out. seeing them come out. Exactly. Like, I, I totally exactly. marked out when we had the Peep Show yeah. on mm-hmm. Raw 25. Yep. And everybody's like, oh, this is the worst bit ever. And I'm like, no, it's no, Christian. No, this is great. Yeah. So. Well, and, and we talked about it when it happened. That greatest Royal Rumble in Saudi Arabia, Undertaker looked better than he had in a while because of that surgery he'd recently had. So I think at a certain point, your body starts to break down and either you pay money and go through surgery and rehab to fix it, or you decide to run for mayor, whatever works. So, you know, I I, I think, yeah, those eight years that Undertaker went before Kane came, like, those take a toll on your body. Like, especially then, especially late 80s. Like, early 90s, like, those, those were some rough wrestling times. And like you said, what he did outside of the ring, I think, has a lot to do with it, too. Like, So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. There you go, folks. You know where that should lead us? Yes. Since we were talking about Mojo running for our local seat. Mm-hmm. We should probably talk some local wrestling. Man. 
You are the king of segways today, my friend. You know friends. what? Put a gyroscope in my ass because I am nothing but a segway machine. I didn't see where that was going when you started that metaphor, but now I love it. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> I love it. You're welcome. So we have Right Coast Pro Festivus 6 coming up this month. We have finally hit the month of July. We are July 14th. We are a week and a few days away All right, for it to be coming. In Delaware, we have Brian Prophet versus Darren Young. Mr. No Days Off. Mr. No Days Off. Formerly known as Frederick of Hollywood. Formerly known as Frederick of Hollywood, which I still don't know why he doesn't go by that name. Formerly known as Darren Young from the WWE. Yes. That guy is fighting Brian Prophet for the belt. We've got the Crazy Kids defending against Money and Monarchy for their tag team. We've got the Olympus Championship match. We've got the Baldwin Brothers feud. That's the one I'm most interested in. That's the in. one I think like, both of us are most interested in. All these matches are going to be awesome. These are huge talents, and it's going to be a fantastic show. But I personally have buy-in in the Baldwin Brother Clash. Yes. And like we mentioned last week, if you have not gone on to rightcoastpro.com just to watch that video promo... That's what sold me. <laughs> like, that alone will sell Jerry you. Jerry calling out Harry on that promo mm-hmm. was just, I mean, that's work. Right. Hashtag, and, this is my playground. Yeah. Yeah. It, that's work right there. And and I got to tell you, the, the production value that is going into these shows now mm-hmm. is just amazing. Exactly. Like, I love the little promo. And pop. this is one of their bigger ones, this, this summer one, because they know kids are off. They know it's easier for people. People want to travel to the Delaware to go to the beach anyway over the summer. So go, make a weekend out of it. Go spend some time at the beach, spend your Saturday night watching Festivus 6, go back to the beach the next day. It's going to be an amazing show. I'm just sad I'm going to miss it. I mean, I don't know if I've told you this, I'll be in Aruba. Yes, you've told us this. So the angels have sung. Mm -hmm, Exactly. Because I will be there. Because you will be there. Thank goodness you will be there and away from me. What? Yeah, I need to. Oh, hey. Oh, moment of. What? What? Are Are you just stomping over me? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what? You know what you need to be? What? You need to be focused. Oh, because our moment of once again. Listen, I work hard mm-hmm. to put these boots in a ring. You do. All you right? do. I don't just dance my way in here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know where I learned that from? Where'd you learn that from, Johnny? I learned that from listening to Mojo Raleigh. Mojo Raleigh, the motivation of Mojo. The Mojo sayings. Mojo mu- musings. Mojo musings. The um, Mojo memories. Magnificent Moments of Mojo? Oh, damn, I'm not going to beat that one. The Majestic Musings of Mojo. Ooh, that's what it should be. I don't I don't know where we're going. Is this it. the is this Triple M brought to you by Triple T? <laughs> I don't know. All I know is this. You and I and we gone into it are huge Mojo marks. Mm-hmm. And what his promo work is doing right now is really getting him over in our books and I think it's selling him to a few new fans. Yes. Because as much as 2-Bit used to give us crap, yeah, I'm calling you out 2-Bit, mm-hmm. used to give us crap, I've noticed that you kind of got on the Mojo I train the last the two Mojo weeks. Train. It's okay. Welcome aboard. Welcome. There's plenty of snacks for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, you can be in the alcohol only cart. Right, that's fine. We got plenty of Maryland snacks. We'll give you some uh Old Bay flavored chips. Yeah. Crab cakes. Crab cakes. Um, uh, Fisher's popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, flying dog beer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, what what are those? What are those cookies with the chocolate on the side? Oh, the Otter Burger. Yeah, burger, uh, the burger cookies. Or yeah, whatever. Whatever. we got some of those. We got dams. <laughs> um, and and other Maryland <laughs> another assorted, Maryland yeah, accoutrement. Uh, <laughs> Natty Bow beer. Yes. Oh, we don't want to claim that, do we? Uh, SK Ballpark Franks. <laughs> 
know what to tell you. But if it can give you a heart attack or kill you, we've got it. We've got it here in Maryland. So speaking of heart attacks and killing you, this this moment of from Mojo should do both. Rematch. Did I not make myself perfectly clear last week, Jose? Huh? You see, because I paid a steep price, sacrificed everything to have the opportunity to place these two boots inside of this here ring. And what do you do with your opportunity? You dance. And I'm supposed to just give you a rematch because you dance? No way, Jose. There it is, folks. Don't be a burnt cheeseburger. You're just going to get tossed around. Don't be a cheeseburger. (laughs) Even though cheeseburger has changed, I still think the hashtag don't be a Todd needs to continue. I think I'm just going to carry that on. I mean, whoever is wearing the cheeseburger outfit is Todd. Todd. Yep. So uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, this Monday night, I got the privilege of being on our parent show. Yes. Take two. Mm -hmm. uh, Which is a fun show about movies, TV, comic books, all that nerdy geek stuff that Mm -hmm. we all love. Um, I'm on it. So if you want to hear me make an ass of myself. Please feel free to listen. <laughs> Please feel free, folks. But episode ninety with John. And if you love Craig more than you love me, he's on episode eighty nine. That's so true. So you can do a compare and contrast and see how uncomfortable I am talking <laughs> movies and how comfortable I am talking wrestling. Oh. As always, we have our favorite other co-host on there. We had Tony. We had Roy. We had Brian. The only one we missed was Jen. But Jen is busy in development doing her own show. She is. It's coming. It's coming. She's also working on our game that we take to premiered at Bruise and Beats last week. It'll be there again this week. They're giving away. We're just throwing this out there. You go to Bruise and Beats on Thursday night, Hard Rock Cafe in Baltimore. We are giving away prizes now. We are there every week. And it is a show. You get to listen to the band. You get to drink some brew. You get to meet with us. It's a win-win-win. Win? When? When? It, well, it's Thursdays. Thursdays. Hard at, Rock Cafe. In Baltimore. In Baltimore. Inner Harbor. Be so there. go there. Uh, please, just like Richie, feel free to hit us up at our Triple T bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. That's the word triple, the letter T, bag at gmail.com. Ask us anything you want. Anything you want. Be sure to follow us on the Twitzers at Take2Takedown. All right, and as we've discussed before, if you want to buy your own life-size cutout of somebody third your age and hide them in your closet and make them wear your clothing and say that that's not what you're doing and that you don't come home and she's wearing your trench coat and your hat. Wait, what? I don't know. I just assume. I, I don't know what you're doing with I this thing. dress her up. It's Becky Lynch. I don't know, I don't know what you're doing with I this thing. I want her to be there. Just be there. I don't, I don't know what is going on with this. She's my confidant. Which I one? hope... That your family every day takes her out of the closet and just hides her in random parts. So you open up to get some crackers out of the pantry. And it's like, oh, God. Oh, Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. By the way, did I tell you I love you? <laughs> That's what I hope. You open up the shower. And, oh, God. Becky Lynch. <laughs> That's what I hope. Uh, but if you want to buy your own standout cutouts, go to Take2Podcast.com. Click on the Amazon link. Spend your own forty four ninety five. Through Amazon, we get a little kickback of that. Maybe if enough people buy cutouts, we can buy our own for here. So we can finally have the, um, what cutout would we get? I don't know. What would we do as a, as a tag team? I mean, if they made a mojo cutout, we'd probably have to get that, right? Yeah. 
What yeah. if the, do you think they take special requests? How many people have ordered a Mojo cutout? Probably nobody, right? Well, like you can't find a Mojo Raleigh t-shirt. No. I've looked. We've looked. I want one in the yeah. worst way. The only time I've ever seen a Mojo Raleigh t-shirt is when we went to SmackDown Live in Baltimore and there was somebody wearing one. We're pretty sure we're Mojo's parents. Like, that's the only time I've seen well, a Mojo shirt. I believe there was that time on Zubaz where you could order his jacket. You mean the time? Well, there was the time on there where we also ordered Zubaz pants. Yeah. Which we, we both them. own. Yeah, and they're comfortable as shit. They sure are. So. That's the only reason I'm waiting for winter to come back. Now, in all honesty, if you want, you can order Zubaz pants off of Amazon. Oh, through the Take2Podcast.com Amazon link? You're welcome. <laughs> Just see how that comes to you circle, all right folks, back around. Full circle, folks. Full circle. So, speaking of full circles... We started a show. We got to end the show, Craig. Yes, we do. We do. We are glad you've been here for episode 38. We will be back again next week together once again for 39 before John leaves me for Aruba and for Aliens and for wherever else he is going after that. Yep, I've got a world tryst going on. I'm going to Aruba, New Mexico, back home for four days, then Ireland. Then I come home and stay here. And we're not saying that it's going to happen. But the fingers are crossed. We're hoping the fates are aligning for maybe an in-person T3 two-bit meetup. I have promised them that I have corporate beer money. (laughs) So if they show up, I will buy some drinks for them. This is what I'm saying. I think if this looks like it may come to fruition, we have an official meetup that we want fans of both shows to come to the same location you guys are. And celebrate with you. If we can work it out, I will tweet out where we're going to be. Yeah. And we could just have a big two-bit meets T3 drinking party. I think this would be this could be amazing. This could really be something. I'm down with it. I'm totally down with this. And I believe because we'll be in Ireland, uh, there'll be leprechauns. Yes. And every other stereotype will be river dancing. River dancing. Uh, banshees the, just flying all banshees, over the place. There'll be some bagpipes. <laughs> Everybody in Canada. At one point, there's Highlanders cutting off heads. Oh, man, it'll be a shindig. To... <laughs> it'll be crazy. Shenanigans. Well, be, Cats well, and be... dogs sleeping together. <laughs> All right. That's enough, Craig. All right. Peace. I got enough. Thanks for listening. Take, two, take. And don't forget, I love you, Bobby Rude. Bye, Bobby Rude. Oh, good. Good. Good, good. Good, good, good. No baby for Johnny. God, I don't want any more kids. <laughs> I love the ones I got. I just don't want any more. No. We'll talk about it on the show. What, your creepy cutout that you already bought? No. Do you no. think that comes in one piece? Like, how is it that going to hold it? Right now, she's standing in my closet. Oh, you already have it? Yeah. Why is she not here? Why would I bring her here? She's not for the masses. <laughs> she's for me. Right. In your office. I open it up. I put it up. I put it in the bedroom. <laughs> The wife walks in and goes, what the hell is that? I'm like, that's Becky Lynch. She goes, there's something wrong with you. I'm like, if they make cutouts of you, honey, I'd have one too. Mm -hmm. And she goes, go to hell. (laughs) Go to hell. But still didn't take it down.
Well, I, I moved her to the closet. <laughs> We talk, we've talked every morning. <laughs> Her and I. <laughs> oh, I walk in. It's going to be a rough day at work today, Becky. I walk in. I get Thanks back. for your support. I'm like, good morning, Becky. How are we feeling today? And, you know, it's a cutout where she has, like, the uh, devil horns up. <laughs> I'm like, yep, we're going to rock on. Oh. That makes me so happy. <laughs> so much weird stuff in my life. I don't know how anybody puts up with me. <laughs> or we do one of those mosaic things where you take a bunch of different pictures of her in like different shades, and when you put them all together, it, it makes, makes like one big Becky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I don't know. That's a lot of work. That is a lot of work. It's almost stalker-esque. Yeah, but what you're doing now is. <laughs> Wait, I don't understand. This has been a production of Take Two Podcasts. WTTP. 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 WTTP.